the Daring Creatively podcast with me, Corinne Morrison, a space for vulnerable and intimate conversations direct from my studio floor. This is a space for creative truths and insightful stories from an Aussie contemporary artist on a mission to help people embrace their own inner magic. Welcome back to the studio, guys. I hope you enjoy the show. sit with me on the floor. I'm literally sitting on the floor in my home, surrounded by cushions. I wish you could see the state of this podcasting sanctuary that I've set up. Um, I am going to set a bit of an intention for today because I don't want to do multiple recordings and try and make this episode perfect in any way because part of the reason why I'm sitting on the floor, I've been meditating most of this morning, Um, but I'll get into that more throughout this episode. But part of the intention for today is A, to fill you in on all the things that have been happening because it has been a long time since podcasts for good reason. But also today is more about me, just allowing words to essentially fall out of my mouth um, in order to perhaps channel a little bit of clarity into everything that's going on at the moment. So sometimes when I speak, things, yeah, just fall out of my mouth. And I'm like, oh, that's what I'm trying to get at. So this is what today is about. It is about building clarity. And before I get started and sharing what has been happening and a bit of an exciting announcement, I just want to center myself um, and have a sip of my tea like I do. And I'm just gonna take a really big deep breath. I've been taking a lot of these deep breaths lately. In fact, a great portion of my time over these last few weeks have gone to meditation. Um, But before I get into that, I had fully intended on putting out all of these mini episodes about all the work in the previous collection that came out, but a lot of that work has sold. (laughs) So I just thought, do you know what? Let's just move on. Let's just crack on with this. Um, And the moment I decided to not hold back and try and promote all that work and all of that, I thought, let's just move on with next work. Let's just keep moving. Because that's what my body was telling me to do. I just need to keep moving. And um, sure enough, a couple of weeks passed and I got a call from the gallery um, to offer me my debut solo exhibition um, with Curatorial. So I haven't ever had a solo exhibition with them before. Um, And it's taken a little bit of time to build up some momentum with my work. And yeah, they're happy with the momentum that has been building up. And so I have booked my first 
solo show with them. Um, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about that today. Um, but before I do, write these dates down. So the show is going to run from the 20th of March next year, 2024, through till the 6th of April. And the opening night is going to be Thursday, the 21st of March from five o'clock till 8pm. Um, pop that date in your diaries because this show has quite literally been brewing um, for about four years. And the reason I say that is because this show and the concept for this show, ha like it could not have come together without producing the work that I've produced over the last few years in one way. But it is also this culmination of um, the inner work that I've been doing on myself for the last 12 months. And I didn't know if I was actually going to talk about this. I know that I have mentioned in previous podcast episodes that I've been seeing a psychotherapist and doing some um, like inner child work and all of that sort of stuff. And like, I'm not the type of person to really bear every aspect of my life um, because it is not also always relevant to everything. Um, but let's get a little bit vulnerable today. And I, the only reason I feel like talking about this is because so much of the concept for this show has revealed itself in the work that I'm doing on myself at the moment. So about 12 months ago, I reached this place of being incredibly stable in my life for the very first time in a really long time, as in I had zero worries. And the moment that stability came, I also was met with this, um, this churning inside me which I had never felt before and I began to feel quite uneasy. Um, I felt like I didn't really know myself anymore and I came to this conclusion that that was just because this sense of stability was nothing that I had experienced in a really long time. Um, I had my daughter four and a half years ago and of course having a child changes you in every way. Um, but I guess having this stability in my life, it was the first time I guess I could acknowledge how much it had changed and shifted me. Um, and in many ways for the first four years of her existence, I think part of me was, I'm trying to find words for these 
these feelings. Part of me was very, very lost and dissociated. And I think that was because from the very beginning of becoming a mother, part of me put on this this mask or this suit of armour that just had to be very unpenetrable um, because of a lot of things that were going on in my life at that time. And that suit of armour was worn for the last four years. And I wasn't even aware that that suit of armour was on um, until starting to do this inner work. And I, (laughs) I guess I'm only just starting to acknowledge the fact that I had quite severe postpartum depression for that beginning stage and even up until these last four years of which I had pushed aside, pushed aside, pushed aside, put a mask on, kept busy um, and just avoided, avoided feeling any feelings associated with that whatsoever until the point at which I was finally in a place of complete stability and I know now that it is very normal for all of these feelings to come up when we are now feeling safe. And so, like, I've had some really supportive friends that have um, encouraged me to speak to someone and I've had a really, really... Um, honestly good experience in getting some psychotherapy and doing some inner work on myself. And I guess part of me didn't... Part of me did not expect that so much of me would be opened up in that process. And even in sitting here today, I am now seeing like, I guess I went into those initial sessions thinking, oh, just fix me. You know, these feelings are here, just fix them so that I can go back to my normal, happy, optimistic self that I haven't felt in four years. Like, can you just figure out where that part of me is gone? And for the first few sessions, I was definitely 100% arriving with the quick fix approach. And the more work that I've done, the more I've realised that this is just um, a continued peeling back of an onion that will never, ever, ever, ever end. And I am so grateful for that because without all this work that I've been doing to explore my inner world, uh, the clarity for this solo exhibition would not have revealed itself. Um, And I can happily say that I am feeling a great deal better. I'm actually feeling now. Um, Which even in saying it out loud, 
I still look back over the last four years and think how on earth I could have been so outside of myself for so long and be wearing this mask around everyone. Because I can guarantee you that there is not a single person around me that would have known that I was not okay. Um, Not even my parents. Because in many ways, I guess I've always been um, the one who's always okay because I've always been happy and bubbly and optimistic constantly, of which I am now starting to realise that part of that was me running away from feeling anything. Um, And so... It has been really hard at times over these past six months because in some ways I have felt like I just need to stop and feel. I just need to be allowed to feel again. And that is what I've been doing. I've been stopping and really surrendering to being able to feel every portion of what I need to feel. And at times that has been incredibly excruciating. Um, But it has moved me inward to a point that I have gotten so much more clarity as to why I am doing what I am doing with my art. And... It is just taking me back home again. And I want to give you like a little bit of a picture as to what my days have been like over these last six months because I've had to become quite intentional about slowing down and reframing my thinking and turning off notifications and actually not giving a shit in all of the external stuff that's going on. And each day I've been waking up and as much as the world is moving, my daughter has all of her things on and it's just such a blessing to watch her grow into herself. I've had to force myself out of that and just take moments for myself to sit and meditate. And I mean, I've meditated for about the last 12 months on and off. But really, even in the last probably six to eight weeks, I have made this practice of sitting and meditating like a complete non-negotiable for myself. And in doing that, I have truly opened up all these insights. (laughs) Um, About these inner parts of myself that I didn't even know were there. And this morning I sat down, I meditated for 20 minutes um, and then I've been doing my regular journaling 
where I basically set my intentions for the day in the studio, what I want to get out of the day, how I want to feel throughout the day, what I want to give to the people around me um, and how I want to receive the feelings um, that I have in some ways lost. And even this morning I sat down... I am at home alone at the moment, which is a really bizarre thing as well. My daughter's with her dad. My fiancé's away for work. And um, I've basically had this long stretch in the studio over the past four weeks. I've basically been non-stop in the lead-up to this show. Um, But then each week I'll try and take a day for myself just to be at home and really focus on the writing portion of this work. Um, And it's taken a while to build the clarity around this, the purpose behind this solo show because it's been brewing for so long. Um, There was just so much mud (laughs) to kind of clear surrounding the concept and Part of the reason it's been difficult is because I am fully surrendering to this process and the unknown. And when the gallery called and basically gave me four months to produce an entire solo show, I knew that there was going to be no way of operating in the current way that I operate in the studio being spending long amounts of time on a single painting. And when she said to me, do you want to take time to decide if it's possible? I said, no, I've already decided because I had already expected to get a solo show at some point and this idea was already there. I just didn't know how I was going to... um, how the work was going to come together. And by them giving me that um, restricted amount of time, it immediately forced me into this phase of growth that meant I needed to clear some blocks in my own creative practice. And one of the biggest blocks that I have been battling probably for the last 12 months is that my work takes a long time and requires a lot of pain. So those are the two things that I had kind of kept saying to myself, which have become this inner battle. And so I've been doing some EFT tapping on these blocks and trying to remove those expectations that I had set on myself, which are just... They're not true at all. And I don't even know how that patterning got stuck in my head. But I have released it because I knew that at the start of the process in producing this show, I basically, what it works out to be is I basically have to average a painting a week, which means my process has to change. And in knowing that, the first thing I told myself is there will be no resistance surrounding this process. 
I am going to meditate my way through this entire thing. And that is not to say that I am not taking action, but it is incredible how much progress is produced by stopping and not pushing things along. And I did a little Instagram story about this the other day, although most people won't have seen it because, as usual, Instagram has changed their algorithm and I think no one's getting much reach at the moment. But anyway, this is why I have a podcast and a mailing list. Find me there, people. All the important stuff goes there. Um, Anyway, as I was saying... It's amazing how much progress can be made when you are releasing your own resistance. And my beautiful friend, Tegan Georgette, who has just finished her own incredible solo exhibition, she was over at my house and we were talking through the concept of my show and she made me just um, put my phone on record Hang on, I've just got to have a sip of tea. Mm. She made me put my phone on record because every time we get together, we just have these conversations that lead down this rabbit hole which builds so much clarity for the both of us. And she's like, quick, 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 turn your phone on record. Um, And the more we talked, the more clarity built. And we ended up having this huge conversation about how as artists our natural capacity is to overcomplicate our own practices and to build these blocks into our own practices just based off this need to (laughs) struggle. And most times this struggle that we give ourselves is to prove our own worthiness. And it's funny because... One of these things I've been working in in my psychotherapy lessons is this very hard side of myself that is untouchable. It's like the part of me, like the old gymnast part of me that knew that I could withstand any pain. And even as saying this, I remember when I got to a stage of training where my body was like a freaking machine. I have never felt so invincible in my entire life. And the power that came with feeling invincible, and it was like in that time I knew what feeling invincible felt like and that became this armour which really became embedded in me to think that in order to be worthy of winning at something, I had to struggle first. I had to go through pain and I had to do it the hard way. And that part of me has been so ingrained into every aspect of my life, even to the point in relationships, for example, like I find it so difficult to ask for help for anything. I just automatically go into this 
hard part that can do it all herself, that doesn't need help because I'm strong and I'm invincible and if it hurts, that's fine because it's only going to make me stronger and better. And there was this moment in therapy I didn't even know I was going to talk about this. I am so sorry. I'm quite literally letting these words fall out of my mouth, but that was the intention. So sorry, guys, if you came for an art podcast, you're getting a therapy session (laughs) instead. Um, But there was this moment in therapy where she had me standing on these footprints and um, I had to stand on these footprints that were like adult size, right? And she put like an adult size and then a small child size and then there was this other one. She said, I feel like you need another one. And I said, yeah, I feel like I need another one too. And she said, which are you gravitating towards? And I said, I need to stand on that other one. And all of this stuff about this hard side of myself, the side that is armoured up, um, that was what I was standing on. I was standing in the feet of that part of me. And then she grabbed the little child's feet and she put them directly toe-to-toe in front of that armoured part of me. And she said, what has this part of you done to that child part of you? And I immediately felt every sensation in my body want to drop to the floor and sit cross-legged. And when you do these sessions... Um, they are completely whole-bodied sessions. Like you can feel this energy in your body forcing you, or for me at the time, it felt I just knew that I needed to sit on the floor. And I just sat on the floor in front of these footprints and I cried because it was the first time I'd come to this realisation that that hard part of me that refused to feel anything is what got me to this place of complete numbness and dissociation and not actually being able to nurture that inner child inside me anymore. And I had gotten so far away from that young part of me and I didn't even know that I realised. And it was... It was really difficult um, to acknowledge that. And so, anyway, fast forward a bit. I've been doing a lot of meditation and just sitting and reflecting and going inward and really feeling all of the feelings that I need to feel. And in doing that, Some days when I meditate, I can literally feel, um, I can feel like my body almost separating from itself. Like sometimes I feel like I'm leaning sideways, but I'm not. And sometimes I feel like my hands are hovering above themselves. And all of these all of these feelings are just opening me up and cracking me open to um, 
a lot of things that I've avoided and purposefully not felt or been so busy on purpose that I have just avoided seeing them. I might be going around in circles here and I completely apologise. I promise I'm going to get to this, the point of this solo show soon, but really the purpose for this podcast was actually not for you guys. It was for me to verbalise and get everything out. Um, and sometimes when I listen back to my podcasts, it's like a little reminder for myself as to where I'm at. And I often think to myself, I wonder one day when my daughter is my age, if this podcast is still around, which I'm sure it will be, if she will be able to listen back to these episodes and, I don't know, learn for herself. And in actual fact, I think a lot of these realisations I've been having have come from her. They really have. Like... She forces me to look at parts of myself that I've been avoiding for such a long time. And in actual fact, that might be a really good segue to what I wrote this morning. Let me write, let me write, let me read. So for every show and for every collection of work, I always set a bit of an intention, um, for the work or a story for myself to read throughout the process so that I can keep tapping back in and going, am I on track? Is the work saying what this intention is putting out? And um, where am I? Solo exhibition. I'm just opening it up on my remarkable. And if you don't know what a remarkable is, you just need to search it. It's like a paper tablet um, that allows me to not waste paper. Anyway, I'm not going into that now. Um, so it's actually taken me quite a long time to write this down, but this morning I felt like I came to some form of clarity in words that said what all of the feelings that I've been coming up um, it was in line with all of that because sometimes it's really hard to put into words the feelings that come up through the work and within my meditation. So this is kind of like, I guess, an intention statement. And I don't know, some of this might end up being used as part of the artist statement. I'm not sure yet, but I'm just going to read it to you. And I'm going to attempt to not cry in the process because these things that I write... Um, they're quite vulnerable. Like I usually don't share them. Sometimes they're like little prayers to myself. Not that I'm religious or anything. Very spiritual person. But they're intentions I put out to the universe, okay? Um, and this one today was especially poignant because there is something in me that knows full well that um, this work that I'm putting out at the moment basically reiterates everything that I've just spoken about and that is really scary to put that up on the wall for someone who has been wearing a mask for a really long time um, 
let me read it to you. Um, okay. This show was born in an instant, the day I witnessed my own daughter, her tiny... Oh, hang on, I've got to start again. Let me start again. I did say that I wasn't going to edit this, so I don't care how many times I start this again, but this is going to be hard to get through. Let me take a breath. Okay. This show was born in an instant, the day I witnessed my own daughter trace around her tiny shadow at five months old as it appeared before her on the wall. She stared at her little hand connecting with the dis distorted figure that seemed to follow her every move and then peered over her shoulder back at me as if to say, what is this magic? In that moment, I was confronted with my own realisation. When was the last time I had acknowledged my own existence? And when did I lose connection with this magic? There was once a time when the unknown was not something to be feared or controlled, but the ultimate adventure to be embraced with all of our senses. This show is an invitation to sit with self and surrender to the echoes of our inner world. The inner child that picked flowers and spun around until she was so dizzy she fell over. The part of us that did naked cartwheels around the house because she felt no shame and had nothing to prove. The part that wore a suit of armour to avoid feeling any pain. The part whose cup was overflowing with life, but who was too scared to take a sip. The part who placed boulders on her path in order to pr prove her worthiness through struggle. This is a show to acknowledge and honour all of the parts and embrace our inner world with a warm hug that whispers, welcome home. So when I read that, I get literally transported back to that moment that I was watching myself watching Harlan and she was like negotiating with this little shadow on the wall and she just paused for such a long period of time, like watching her little hand connect with the wall. And she was so young and she was only just pulling herself up. And I was so broken at that time. I was internally in absolute hell. Um, for many reasons and it was just such a difficult time for me but then she looked over her shoulder and her eyes were just so lit up and it was like a freaking slap in the face. It was just such a beautiful moment to witness and yet it was so terrifying for me because it was the first time that I was like forced to look at myself and go, holy crap. When was the last time I acknowledged my own existence? And at the time, I couldn't even tell you. Um, and that was 
the moment that this whole show was born, truly. I didn't know it at the time, um, but that was the very moment this show was born. And there is just... There is something in this idea of really surrendering to that unknown. And when we look at our kids, every single portion of their life is like this new experience, right? And the way that they view the world is like one huge adventure. And as I've been producing this work and meditating, these memories have been coming up, these moments in my life that just center me back into my whole self. And that has not happened for me in such a long time. And with every single work, I am just so grateful for these insights that are coming up and this path that is being paved for me to come home and in taking the time to pause and place this true intention in what I'm doing in the studio I feel like I'm becoming more and more and more whole within myself again. And Harlan is feeling that too at home, you know. We have such a strong connection at the moment, like for quite a while now, ever since I've been like working on myself this much, you know, our, our kids pick up our vibes for sure. Like she is just so connected um, and we've been in the studio so much together lately. And she is just my ultimate teacher and my inspiration for everything at the moment. Um, it makes me so emotional because the times that she's with her dad are really challenging for me as well, um, not having her at home. And, um, you know, I've just been so blessed to be um, <laughs> surrounded by so many supportive people for so long. Um, anyway, I guess I don't want to go around in circles too much, but I guess you can hear in my voice how important this show is going to be um, for me. And I haven't actually told you the title of the show. So... The title for my solo show is Echo, an invitation to sit with self. And that title could not be more relevant to every aspect of my life right now. And as these works are coming to fruition, they are different. Um, Usually my work is so abstract and so busy and um, in some ways so complicated. But this work is not. It's actually clear, simple, it's direct um, 
And in some ways, I really hope that it gives everyone a good slap in the face in the nicest possible way. Um, But with these works, what I want most out of everything is for every single person to remember the works when they walk out the door, not from the perspective of I need to buy that work, but I want the messages in these works to be so embedded in people's minds that they too are forced to look within. And my mission forever with my work has been to help people find a place for being, to claim back a moment of pause for themselves. And that could not be more true with this work. And I think for the first time, what I am intending for my work to do is actually visually coming across in the work. And I feel like I've been edging closer and closer to that. But it's just every time I produce a work in the past, it's just never quite hit that mark of what the feelings that I have and the intention that I have, it, they never quite hit. And over the past few weeks, the works that have started to become more resolved, I'm like, this is hitting the mark. This is saying what I need it to say. And part of me is terrified about that. Part of me is so terrified about that. Um, because the works are so direct and they really are kind of hanging my ultimate fears up for the world to see and all of the parts of myself. Um, But I know in embracing this unknown and arriving at each panel and listening to what needs to come out of me at this point in time rather than trying to force it down a path of what I've done in the past or what's sold. I am literally creating the work that needs to come out of me. Um, And I really hope the gallery is going to be okay with that. That's, That's scary to consider too. But all comes back to the point of why we do what we do. Um, and this is, this is why we create, we create because there is no separation from life and art. Um, and as life changes and things open up in our, in us, inevitably our work is going to open up too in different ways. And so I guess I'm approaching this show from this perspective of complete surrender and complete unknown And um, I just hope that at the opening of this event, when you guys look at this work, you feel the essence of what I have spoken about today. And I hope that that message turns a mirror on you and helps you tap back into the parts of you that you might have forgotten or 
not acknowledged and not befriended for a really long time. Um, yeah. This show is like a big warm hug for me that whispers welcome home. And I think I'm going to leave it there. As always, guys, um, your support for this show, any shares, any insights, uh, any testimonials, any ratings, they all support my practice. Um, and I'm just so grateful that you're here even listening to me let words fall out of my mouth. Um, and if you've managed to get to the end of this, um, I guess I'd just encourage you to take some time for you this week and sit and meditate and reflect. I'll see you again next time, guys. Bye.